Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by Lake Area Media, LLC. And now your hosts, David Boston and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 111 of the Average... I, I almost did it there too, Patrick, of the See, AMP Pro Wrestling Podcast. You know, we can't quite get, we've done it for so long, it's one of those things, you do something for so long, and when you change it up, you still come back to, you know, old habits. Yeah. Uh, what sponsorship? We didn't even talk about that. Which one are we going to throw up there today? I don't know. We got... Let's go CBD. All right. CBD for you. Uh, tinyurl.com slash CBD for you. Of course, CBD is uh, the medicinal... What's the word I'm no brother. what's the word I'm thinking of? It's the medicinal ingredient, I guess, uh, in marijuana. Element. In cannabis. Yes, there you go. The medicinal element yes. of cannabis. So yes. if uh you know you got any you're getting older like like us yes. and uh, you get random aches and pains, C B D can uh, help you out there and at C at tinyurl.com slash C B D for you, you can get Anywhere from 50% to 80% off CBD products. They have CBD gummies. I think they have oils. They probably have chocolate candy. You know they do. Infused with CBD. But you got to really get in there at the right yeah. time to get that stuff because I've always tried to get in there and get some of that CBD chocolate. That stuff goes like 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 hotcakes. Yeah. So good luck uh, on the search for the chocolate. But they have plenty of other things out there. Maybe chocolate's not your thing. I don't know why it wouldn't be anyone's thing. But, you know... I've met people before that um, do not like chocolate, so you know it, it's, it's a very weird to me, but it is what it is. So they have plenty of other options for you to choose from as far as uh, the kind of products that are infused with CBD at tinyurl.com slash CBD for you. Yeah, they even have Tommy Chong products over there. So, um. Well, we know what he likes to do. <laughs> He's in the CBD market now, though. Well, I'm sure, I'm I'm pretty sure he's probably still in that THC market. Oh, well, of course he as is. As well, that's where the money's at. Yeah. But anyways, all right. You got anything to add to this uh, advertisement? No. Go to that link. Get you some CBD. Help your boys out. It's an affiliate link. All righty. Well, on today's episode number one hundred eleven of the Amp Wrestling Podcast yeah. for uh, Thursday, September the second, two thousand twenty-one. Man, it's already September. That's kind of crazy Big to think about. College game tonight. College football is is really back in full swing tonight. I'm looking yeah. forward to that uh, coming up here in, in a matter of thirty minutes. As soon as I leave here, I got to go pick up my girl. And we're going to have dinner, uh, but luckily the place we're going to have dinner at has uh, lots of TVs. It's actually gonna you going to beat ups? No, we're going uh, to a place at the casino. Uh, it's called Food and Brews. They're oh, actually going. Okay. That's the place they're actually going to turn into the sports book. Oh, that's right. So uh, I don't know if they're going to keep the jumbo wings they have over there, which are some of my favorite wings in in town. So I'm going to go have them, uh, hopefully not for the last time, but possibly for the last time. <laughs> Dang it. So go and uh, eat that tonight, watch a little college football, and um, glad college football is back. Uh, nice. One of my favorites. If you ever look at my personal Twitter profile, I'm pretty sure my bio is uh, college football and pro wrestling junkie. So <laughs> those are my two things, college football and, and pro wrestling. But uh, today we're just going to talk about some pro wrestling. So on yeah. today's episode... We're going to talk about uh, Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are now going to be producing NXT. So we'll talk about that. That's yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. I, we'll, we'll talk about that obviously coming up here in, in a little bit. Also, huge pay per view this uh, Sunday. AEW All Out. Yes. We're going to preview that. We have a little cheap heat segment. 
Nia and uh, Nia Jackson, Charlotte Flair had a very interesting match on Monday Night Raw, and mm-hmm. it looked like it might have turned into a shoot fight there for a little bit. We'll talk about that. Also, we got some rumor mill stuff. What's CM Punk's future in MMA? I can pretty much guess what that's going to be. <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson's AEW debut as well. There's yeah. been uh, some talk about when he's going to debut. Mm-hmm. And uh, a new trademark was filed by WWE. We'll talk about that as well. And then uh, we've got some rumors on the feud between Lashley and Goldberg. Goldberg. And we'll- or as I like to say, Oldberg. <laughs> we'll talk about that and everything else coming up here on um, episode number 111 of the Amp Wrestling Podcast for Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. Find your boys on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're there. Just search Amp Wrestling Podcast. Cruz is in the chat. He said, hey. okay, I'm here from the beginning. First one I catch at the beginning. So, nice. Well, thanks, Cruz. Uh, feel free to stick around. We're going to talk about AEW All Out. I know that's uh, certainly uh, your interest. But uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, the fact that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are now going to be producing NXT. Let's see, what I a got, great idea. You know, I, I don't know what caused this, but I, I got to – an article here. Vince gonna, McMahon caused it. That's what caused it. Well, I have a feeling the the fact that NXT pretty much lost the Wednesday Night Wars and were forced to... I wouldn't say they were forced, but I guess they chose to move to Tuesday nights. Well, they're your developmental talent. What did you expect? Yeah, and it's, it's weird you say that because over the past, I would say, three, four years, their developmental talent has probably put on a better product than their main roster talent. Yeah, as long as they were on the network, they were the hottest thing around. Now you put them to TV, and you're snuffing out the product. Yeah, yeah that's true. But um, let's see here. I'm pulling up the, the article. Okay, so on Wrestling Observer Live, during a discussion about this week's episode of NXT and the impending changes to the overall product, Brian Alvarez said that, he has heard from people in WWE who are telling him that the new NXT will be produced by Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Alvarez also said, like anything, anything can change. Anything is possible, but I talked a while ago about how we're going to have a new NXT. It's going to be like the old NXT. I've heard from several people now that when they go back to live shows, this is going to be a Vince McMahon-Bruce Pritchard production. As previously noted, the plan is... is for a complete overhaul of the brand, last Friday they introduced a new logo with music provided by Wale. When they go live September 14th, fans will see a new performance center, and NXT is expected to have different lighting and colors because Vince McMahon wants to get away from the dark look. Uh, the other big change on the show will be with the talent. The plan is to sign younger talent and fewer names from the independent scene. Alvarez said that people have speculated for years that McMahon... <laughs> I said that a few times. Uh, McMahon had his fingerprints on the show, but that was never the case. But it will be the case going forward. I think that's all it says right there. So, so it said they're not going to hire hire indie talent. Yeah. What are they going to raid Impact? That's a good question. I don't know where they're going to get these guys from. I, I ROH. Saw, I saw they had a new performance center class. I guess you could say, which is weird because the last one they had, half of them got released. Didn't even make it to NXT. So I know Cruz is going to hate this, but by God, go sign Will Ospreay. Yeah, well, speaking of, he just uh, got diagnosed with COVID. So um, he's had a bad year. He, he just said, "Well, NXT finna be trash." <laughs> I'm afraid that's going to be the case. I mean, I guess I'll try to check it out. But you know what? Well, now I, Vince McMahon can kill NXT stars before they make the main roster. Now, but I don't know. I think over the past uh, number uh, within the last year. 
I feel I, this is my personal opinion. I'm sure other people will think differently, but I feel like NXT has started to lose its luster because NXT had a phenomenal run for a few years where they had some big stars. I mean, they got Samoa Joe back there right now, but and they have, of course they had Samoa Joe back then. They had Finn Balor, they had Shinsuke Nakamura, they had Adam Cole, Bebe, who Bobby Roode. even though he was just you know there recently, he's now officially gone from the company. Yeah. Uh, the Undisputed Era, obviously they broke them up. Um, you had you know I'm going back a little ways, some teams like American Alpha who were really over in NXT, the Ascension, the Vaudevillains. Uh, those are some older tag teams I'm thinking of. You know, you had guys like EC3, the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. All these guys uh, that really made NXT must watch yeah. just about every single week. So, and then they made, it made the NXT takeovers must see wrestling television. And what and, a great female roster too! Over the yeah, years. I, I know. I kind of forgot some of the female. I mean, obviously, people like you, male chauvinist pig. I know. <laughs> and people like Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, the Four Horsewomen. Obviously, just to name off Alexa the Bliss. top. Alexa Bliss. She's one of the OGs. Carmella. Of, Carmella came from there. Uh, the most beautiful woman in WWE. Almost every girl came from there. Yeah, at this point, almost every girl that's on the roster now did come from NXT. Even, I think, Mickie James went down there at one point. Oh, she was looking good at NWA 73. I know. I did see this uh, that thing she was wearing. Mm. And it, was, it was pretty nice. Sure, Nick Aldis was very happy about that. Uh, Cruz said the real IWGP heavyweight champion would never, not even <laughs> if his old lady is in NXT UK. I, yeah, Will Ospreay would be foolish. Boy, to, if, they, to do if that. they showed him those zeros, he would. Maybe who, so, but who wouldn't? But in a, but anyway, we're getting back to so NXT. Obviously, they they went up against AEW Dynamite in the Wednesday Night Wars, which lasted all but what a year and a half. Something like that. You like to say a cup of coffee. Yeah, a cup of coffee. And at least compared to the Monday Night Wars back in the nineties, yeah. that lasted for a handful of years. So I think partially the fact that NXT lost the Wednesday Night Wars, they had to move to Tuesdays, and even then, I their ratings have not really improved all that much. So. I, I, my guess, my theory, is that they, they're they seeing that being on their own night, not going up against any other wrestling show, that they're not improving. So I guess Vincent feels like, hey, let me put my uh, my touch on this and it'll get better. Which, you know, the main, obviously he's had his hands all over the main roster for forever now. And the product as of late in the main roster is just, Going down, down, down. Although there's there's moments, they have good moments. I'm not gonna lie, they do have good moments here and there. But overall, it's not it's not what it used to be. To be honest with you, I haven't seen NXT since they came off the network. Well, no, the first show I watched. Yeah, I watched it here and there. But I mean, obviously, when it was going up against Dynamite on Wednesdays, I was watching Dynamite. Yeah, uh, it, it would take a lot for me. And then when it moved over to Tuesdays, I did watch a couple of episodes, but. I don't know. I guess just I guess like I was saying earlier, all the star power that was there uh, two, three years ago, that's really not there anymore. And the last big star they had, Adam Cole Bay Bay, is gone now. And so they brought Samoa Joe back. But he's old. What are they going to do with him? Well, he's the NXT champion, so yeah, he's kind of running the show there. <laughs> 
And then you had a guy like Karrion Cross who seemed like they were going to build up to be like the next like big monster, big star in NXT. And probably tell you. And then they 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 crapped the bed with that. And Vince McMahon him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, then they lost to Jeff Hardy, and that was all she wrote. So, yeah, I don't know what to expect. I guess September fourteenth. That's in a couple of weeks. The uh, that's going to be the first date that the, all this change is going to take place. So I guess I'll tune in September 14th and, and see what it looks like, see if there's any differences, obviously, because I feel like – and I'm guessing now Triple H is, is not running the show anymore. I don't know if Triple H is going to have any hands on NXT, and if he doesn't, then I don't know if that's good news for NXT. I know where his hands would be. Well, we know where his hands are when he's not working, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But Listen to this. Fightful.com is saying that they're so tight-lipped about this new NXT rebrand – not even the top stars at NXT know what's going to happen. Well, you know, in WWE, I feel like a lot, like, for example, the one that just came off the top of my head, like Becky Lynch returning at SummerSlam, I don't think anybody knew that was going to happen until the day before. Mm. I don't even think Becky knew until the day before. So the fact that things are happening but no one knows about it until the last minute, I think that's a normal thing in WWE. So Maybe <laughs> there's used to it. Yeah, it's one of those things they're immune to. They're like, yeah. oh, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, we'll it's just we'll just another out. day in the WWE locker room, yeah. you know? So I don't know what to think of this. Um, obviously, on the surface, based on the, what Vince and Bruce have been doing with the main roster as of late, like I said, they've had their good moments, but for the most part, overall, the product is, is dwindling down in a downward spi- spiral. What's going to happen in NXT? I mean, I'm curious to see what the changes are to see how it goes, but am I optimistic about it? Not really. I wonder what they mean by old NXT. It's going to be like the old NXT. Are they talking about when it was on the network or back when it was like FCW? Uh, that's a good question. Um, because they were talking about getting rid of the, the dark, whatever, the dark feature. I feel like NXT was always like that since its inception yeah. back in, I think, 2012. So maybe... When it, my initial thought was maybe they're going to go back to like the FCW kind of thing, which FCW did pretty well mm-hmm. back in the day. But um, I don't know. It's uh, September fourteenth. Apparently, is when this new change is going to take place. They got a new logo. They, I mean, they got everything. It's like it's like they're hitting the reset button. So I'm um, I'm anxious to see what, what they're going to do with it. I don't know. It's um, like I'm, I'm already I've already lost interest in NXT as of late, and I'm afraid this is just going to help me lose more interest yeah. in NXT. Boy, speaking of FCW, have you seen Dave Bautista is in the Jason Momoa Apple Plus uh, Series C? Dave Bautista? Yeah. As in, like, Bautista? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And have you seen the new trailer for that? I don't think so, no. For the new season? No, oh I don't think Oh, my God, it looks awesome. You got you to gotta check it out. Well, shout out to Dave Bautista. Yeah, he's doing a lot of things. He's in a State Farm commercial. He's making movies on Netflix. Well, yeah, I mean, he was in the uh, Moon and the Avengers, was it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. No, he, no, no, no. He was in, well, yeah, he was in an Avengers movie, but he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, that's what it is, yes. So he, uh, he, he just yeah. lost some nerd points. Well, I don't keep up with it <laughs> like that, but uh, but yeah, I know he was. Apparently, I read a thing a while back that 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 movie doing Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like saved his ass. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't doing very well financially, and that helped him. And, and I, I think pretty bad movies before that. 
I couldn't even tell you what movie he was in before that. I watched a few of them. They were terrible. <laughs> All right. So anything else to add about Vince and Bruce taking over NXT? No, I'm interested, but I'll check it out on YouTube. I'm not going to watch on the 14th. Yeah, I might check it out on on the 14th just to see how it changes and whatnot. But then again, I, I should probably watch NXT. Well, I mean, I've kind of seen NXT here and there over the past few months, but just I'm not... I don't know. It hasn't done anything for me lately. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, what has done something for me lately is AEW, and I think it's yes. done a lot for a lot of people. Um, and this weekend, their biggest show of the year, AEW All Out, Sunday night, September the 5th. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also glad it's not on Saturday night because Saturday night is a big college football night. And in, in, in years past, they've had it on the Saturday night. I think moving this, especially – and I know they have double or nothing on – Memorial Day weekend, and obviously now they do all out on Labor Day weekend. Having them because obviously we, those are the two weekends of the year where we get off, you know, from work, or most people get off from work on the Mondays. So Sunday night is practically Saturday night, so you can get away with doing these shows on that Sunday night, and people, you know, can stay up late that night and sleep in the next morning, don't have to go to work. So there you go. So I'm glad they're doing it on. Sunday night so that it doesn't conflict with my although there is a college football game the Sunday night but it's just one game and LSU plays on Saturday night so mm-hmm. I won't be conflicted trying to watch All Out and LSU so there you go nice. but uh, yeah what a match card um, and then they, they yanked probably one of the better matches unfortunately they had to yank Andrade El Idolo and Pac uh, due to Pac having travel issues and it would be po- and that match is postponed until a future episode of Rampage. Why is he still over in Europe? I have no idea. Why does he not live in... You work in the U.S., dude. Like, I'm sure you have a house here. Why are you still going back to Europe? That's a good question. But hey, maybe that's where his home is. You know, he, he gets well, I'm a- sure that's where his home and his family is, but they're paying you to show up. Well, maybe it was something out of his control. Maybe he had been going back and forth and he had no issues, and then all of a sudden... There was, I don't know. So, yeah, but with all this COVID, you can't play with that. Yeah, I know during the pandemic, traveling, I, I feel, has you know been a little more difficult at it's times dicey. for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. It's dicey. So, But anyway, look, hey, we still have a really stacked card here. I'm going to go over it. Uh, Are they first, adding a match in the place of it? Not that I know of. No, I mean, on. but check this out. Including the pre-show, there's still 10 matches. Oh, okay. So, That's nice. We're about to go over the match card here. I think you'll be okay. And then the fact that we're going to get Andrade El Idolo and Pac on an episode of Rampage hey. on free television. Hey, well, I would say free, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Non-pay-per-view television. Uh, I think that'll be pretty cool. You can watch it free that night on YouTube. That's how I do it. There you go. Um, so the pre-show, the buy-in, is, there's a 10-man tag team match. It's Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Yuta, and Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt. Uh, in their corner, taking on the the Hardy family office, which will be Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2. So a ten man tag team match there. Um, I don't have much thoughts on that. Um, I think like, that'll be I think that'll be a fun match. A lot of different crazy spots happening. Orange Cassidy's going to go in there and do his uh, shtick. I think it'll be a, a fun match to watch. I don't get why they're linking up Matt Hardy with all these jobbers. Uh, I that's a good question. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't call private party jobbers. Like, I mean, why I, isn't he broken, Matt Hardy? 
Well, Tony Khan's not a fan of Broken Matt Hardy. Ah, uh, screw you, Tony. Tony Khan actually came out and was like, you know, I'll be honest, I wasn't crazy about that character. So Because did you see the match with Orange Cassidy and he was bringing out the delete? Yeah. And everybody I mean, in the still, crowd was he, still screaming delete? Yeah. He still does his Broken Matt Hardy-isms, if you will, but he uh, did the whole character in general, not a... Tony Khan's not a fan. But yeah, that's the buy-in match. Uh, That'll be a fun match. Uh, I've been really high on Jurassic Express lately. I've enjoyed Mm -hmm. a lot of their matches and whatnot. Um, And then uh, the main card. Uh, The first match listed here. The 21-woman Casino Battle Royale. The winner will get an AEW Women's World Championship match against either Dr. Britt Baker DMD or Chris Statlander. Uh, They're going to be wrestling for the AEW Women's World Champion. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Here are the participants of the Casino Battle Royale. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, who I saw today. Somebody said Hikaru Shida hadn't been on TV in like three months. Dang. Uh, Emmy Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kiera Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylie Ki- Kylan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, and Riho. And there is still one woman to be determined who, uh, if I, at this point, speculation is obviously whoever the Joker is is going to be this woman. And the name that's been thrown around more often than others is Ruby Soho. Yeah. Uh, that's the way you make a splash, unlike the Leo Rush one. <laughs> well... This one's uh this one's definitely definitely gonna be a splash if it is Ruby Soho. Uh, I'd pop. Yeah, that. oh yeah, I'd pop too, absolutely. But I why are they putting Rebel in there? They just want her to get hurt. Well, I think they're running the like they had a little interview with uh Britt Baker last night on Dynamite and she mentioned how Jamie Hayter and Rebel are gonna be in so the the battle royale and obviously the winner gets a shot at the title, so I think Rebel is kind of there to help Jamie Hader win, so that and then because Britt Baker knows if Jamie Hader wins, she won't challenge Britt Baker for the title. So Britt Baker is going to get off scot free. Which obviously, if Jamie Hader does win, Jamie could turn on Britt and challenge her for the championship. But I don't know. I don't even know if she's going to win either. Because some other names in here, like one name that just pops out to me is Jay Cargill. Exactly. That's what I was fixing to say. As soon as you said her name, I was like, oh, she's winning. Well, they got her. I could see... I don't know if I could see... Uh, Nyla Rose is another. They had a little confrontation last night. Jade Cargo and Nyla Rose, I think that would be a, a money match right there. I think that's two big names in the women's division where you could have something Yeah, go but it there. seems like they're off the Nyla Rose train. Because you remember when she first came out and yeah. it was all about Nyla Rose, and yeah. now you barely even hear anything And then last it. night, Anna Jay returned from oh, her injury. God bless you, Anna So Jay. And she came out to a good reaction. So I could see her, and this is a scenario where it's over the top rope. No one's going to get pinned here. So I could see a scenario where you know a few people will knock Jade, Jade Cargill over the top rope, and she gets eliminated without getting pinned. She's still protected, so I could see that scenario happening. I see a push for Penelope Ford. I could also see Thunder Rosa because Thunder oh, Rosa, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes, Thunder. Yes. Ro- you know, Thunder Rosa is another one. Uh, she was obviously the NWA Women's World Champion, but she's never been in the AEW Women's World Championship picture. And obviously, she had that match with Britt Baker that mm-hmm. really put Britt Baker on the map. Even though Thunder Rosa won that match, that hardcore yes. match they had, but they've never fought for the AEW Women's World Championship. So Thunder Rosa could be another 
Another one right there. Boom. Let's give Jade a few more months. Yes, Thunder Rosa. That's the perfect and, pick. And Ty Conti's uh, oh, bag. Now. So, look, hey, they got some names Lesson. in here. They got about four or five girls I could see winning this. And then if Ruby Soho does show up, maybe she wins mm, it too. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I've seen a scenario where I think it was uh, – who, who was it that debuted and won a Casino Battle Royale maybe? Or I might, I might be thinking of something else. I don't remember, but – Nonetheless, there's a few women who could win this, including the person who is going to show up as the Joker, which could be Ruby Soho. It could be someone else. We don't know. But <laughs> it uh, better not be. Yeah, I mean, I, what if it's like Tessa Blanchard or something? You know, I don't know. I don't think Tony's ready to mess with that just yet. Maybe not. Even though uh, Ox Caliber, you know, had that video surface of him saying the old N word on the video. And then he only got suspended for like a week, and he was yeah, back. Yeah. Um, so maybe it could be Tessa. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the women's casino battle royal. I'm looking to see who the the uh, the the one you know the Joker is. I'm assuming it's going to be the Joker, the, the last person to come out. But uh, like I said, there's four or five different women that could win this. I'm curious to see how how it goes. It's gonna be a great match. Uh, speaking of great matches, a singles match: John Moxley taking on Satoshi Kojima. A legend in New Japan, John Moxley. Man, I think he 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 wants to get all these New Japan guys coming to AEW and have these New Japan style matches, a strong yeah. style, whatever you want to call it, kind of matches. I, John, I think, just feeds off of that those physical, hard hitting, shoot like matches. So yeah. this is going to be just a this is going to be a physical brawl. John Moxley and Satoshi Kojima. I really don't have much else to say about it, but I think it's going to be a fun, especially for people who like New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's going to be that kind of match, and I like New Japan Pro Wrestling, so I'm really going to enjoy that match. Yeah, I didn't know much about John when he was in the Indies, but uh, apparently he wrestled for CZW and Game Changer and all yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was all about the death matches. Oh, absolutely. Um, Hangman was the Joker and one. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, Hangman. That was back in that was two years ago. I was that was the first ever show that. AEW did that was double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though well, I guess that technically that's Hank, that was Hangman's debut. Uh, that was everybody's debut with AEW because that was their yeah. first show. So, um, but I thought maybe somebody came back and uh, and won something. I but I don't know. Oh, Brian Cage, that's who it was. Brian Cage was the other one. Brian Cage debuted and he won. It was a ladder match they had where he got like the big poker chip or something like oh, that? Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Brian K- when Brian Cage debuted, he won a match. It was at Double or Nothing, maybe, or All Out a year ago or when something like that. When are they going like to start pushing this guy? Oh, uh, well, he had a pretty uh, solid match last night with oh, uh, Will Hobbs, uh, him and those two big old boys right yeah, there. Um, so uh, Brian Cage is a guy, he, he's coming, don't worry. He, he, he's going to get there. They, right now, there's so many... They're like getting flooded with all this talent right now that they don't know what to do with. I think at times. All right, next match. Um, this will be an AEW. We haven't we haven't a couple of AEW debuts. Ooh, excuse me. Here uh, on Sunday night, the first one, uh, or at least in ring debut, Paul White will be taking on QT Marshall, and uh, he'll have Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado in his corner. Uh, I wonder if we're going to maybe have a return of Anthony Agogo. I know he was hurt. I don't know if maybe he'll come in and help QT Marshall win because I don't see... With the one fake-ass punch? Yeah. It's a gut punch. And some people, <laughs> hey, some people put that over saying it was a, a, a real gut punch, it'll get you. Well, yeah, a real one. 
Well, I mean, he's a legit boxer. Yeah, I know. He's won a but we've he's all won seen medal. his gut punches. Well, we have we felt him. Neither has the other talent. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Cruz agree. Yes, Brian Cage. Now that you say that, yeah, that that was the one. I was I knew there was someone else. I was like, there's because I I did think Hangman, but I was like, well, Hangman was. We knew he was going to be in AEW, and technically it was his in-ring debut with AEW, and he won, which, like I said, was everyone's in-ring debut that night. But I knew there was another one. So, How do you but, think Paul White's mobility is going to be in the ring? He didn't look – when he came out there and with Tony Schiavone, didn't look like he was moving that well. You know, I, I think this is going to be a scenario. This could be a – I wouldn't say a quick match, but a match where Paul White's not going to really – like the factory just jumps him or something. He's not going to take a, a bunch of crazy bumps, I don't think. He, he because one, especially if he's in there with QT Marshall, and if he can, um, you know, he's got to go Sol- over though, huh? Not Paul White, no. You don't think so? No, I mean, I don't see the benefit of him going over QT Marshall. Obviously, QT Marshall is still well, QT a- loses to everybody apparently. Well, this is a way to get him some more heat, and I yeah. think, and I was that's what I was saying. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. Paul White, you know, obviously Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado, they're going to try to get involved. Paul White's going to get rid of them, and it's going to be him and QT Marshall. Here comes Anthony Agogo returning, mm, and mm. maybe he does something to Paul White, helps QT Marshall win. Because last night on Dynamite, it was a scenario. I'm trying to remember what happened. QT Marshall was in the ring with uh, Solo, Nick Camarado, and a few other guys from the factory. I don't, I don't, a few other guys I've never seen before. But here comes Paul White, and they all jump him, and then he tries to kind of get rid of them all and whatnot, and then who was it that came out and like tried Cody to? Cody make... came and saved the day. No, Cody was nowhere <laughs> to be found. Um, I don't remember what happened, but ultimately it came down to the fact that oh, the Gun Club came down. Oh, okay, uh, Billy Gunn and his two sons came down to kind of help out, and they cleared the ring. Well, they uh, Billy Gunn heel turned what? and hit Show in the back with a steel chair, and then what? hit him over the head with a steel chair. Laid him out. They left the ring. QT Marshall in the factory comes back in, and QT just stands over him, puts his arm up. Oh, and wow. So Billy Gunn and the Gun Club did all the dirty work, and QT Marshall. So that, that's what I have a feeling is going to happen in this match on Sunday. A go-go could come in, do the dirty work, and allow QT Marshall to get the victory. Well, Paul White's also got the one punch as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, he used it last night. And all he's got to do is step to the left a little bit. A go-go, never see it coming. Hell nah, he doesn't go over. I don't know. Who you, I don't know if he's referring to. Uh, must be Paul, Paul White. White or QT Marshall. No, nah, because I said Paul White's got to go over, right? And that's yeah. Where, I was like, I, I don't. I guess I don't see. A, I don't see a. I mean, it, I wouldn't mind if he goes over, but I, I don't see the long term benefit of him going over on QT Marshall. That's just me. I feel. I feel like my joke on Anthony Agogo's blindness just went by the wayside there. Oh, it definitely did because I did not catch it. I did not catch it whatsoever. So that, that's on me, folks. Over the head. All right, uh, next match. This one's very intriguing. Uh, Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Jericho loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. In AEW, they're specifically saying AEW, which at this point, I don't know if I see Jericho wrestling for another company. I mean, uh, New Japan, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. But you know what? Man, Jericho, those five labors of Jericho, I mean, Jericho's body went through a lot. Yes. And I think he has a tour coming up with Fozzie. And obviously, you know, they brought Jericho to AEW to, you know, start a good foundation to this roster. He was the inaugural AEW world champion. You had to put the belt 
first on somebody like a Chris Jericho, somebody who's a legend and an icon, who's got as good of a wrestling resume as there is out there right now. And uh, he's helped carry this company for a little while, but man, they got so much star power now that I don't want to say they don't need Chris Jericho, but Chris Jericho can go sit at commentary and thrive, and this company will still do just as well if Jericho is not in the ring. But the fact that they have him on commentary, they can have him come out, come out, because some promos do whatever the case may be. Without wrestling, they'll be fine. Put Mark Henry out of a job. He sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess Mark's. He does okay on Busted Open at times. I like him on Busted Open. But as an announcer, because as, as, as an announcer, I feel like you kind of have to really not be emotional, but express your emotions, he's, I guess you can say. He's even worse as an interviewer. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> have you heard the new Fozzie song? No. Oh, it's so good. I'm sure it is. We'll have to listen to it. So Jericho, MJF, I, I really, man, this was tough. Because MJF has three victories over Jericho. I think two by pinfall. One of them was the Blood and Guts match on May 5th. Well, actually, one's by pinfall. The other's by submission. And then he's had the one where... I'm trying to remember how that match ended, Blood and Guts on May 5th, where he had him on top of the cage. Mm-hmm. And I think they had to like just say, we, we forfeit or we give up or whatever. Some bullshit like that. Yeah, he was going to throw him off the cage. And he threw him off anyway. And then the guys down there were like, hey, we forfeit. And he threw him off anyway into yeah. so, fake cardboard. So, I mean, steel. I guess technically it's it's a victory from MJF, but he didn't pin him. But he did make him tap out, obviously, a couple of weeks ago. So, I don't. I really don't know where how this match is going to go. Um Jericho came into the ring last night with with Jr. and he kind of cut a little promo and it seemed like he was getting it, it seemed like he wanted to get a little emotional about it. Mm. So that made me wonder. I was like, is he is MJF really going to go over and like are we going to? Because obviously, when guys like this have their retirement match, they got to put over a young and up and coming talent. And I mean, MJF is the epitome of that. Yeah. And I mean, the fastest rising superstar. In yeah. Wrestling. And you know, it's funny because during Jericho's promo, he said, you know, MJF, you are cocky and arrogant, and so am I, and you're this and this, and so am I. Every time he described something about MJF, he's like, well, I'm that too. So, like, it's almost like MJF, it seems to me, and this is what I got out of it, other people may have gotten something different, but it's almost as if Jericho is uh, passing the proverbial torch to MJF, Mm -hmm. in a way. That's what I got out of it. So I really don't know what, and I haven't been given like winners or anything in these matches, which I don't, I really don't even want to at this point. I just want to talk about this and how awesome of a show it's going to be. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen in this match. Obviously, I could see it going either way. Um, but if MJF goes over on on Jericho, man, like yeah. that 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 that's going to be crazy. It'd be stunned silence. In I, I think that's gonna that that's gonna. That's gonna be able, there's gonna be some shock value, but I saw a comment that Punk said. This is what makes me think Jericho's gonna go over. Punk made a comment, I think on Twitter or something. I saw on Reddit that he, he replied to someone else's comment about AEW, and he said, "We're gonna stoop so low when it comes to catering to the fans by ten o'clock on Sunday night. It's gonna be ridiculous." So obviously, when you tell me that you're gonna cater to the fans, a scenario like this, Chris Jericho. Uh, could go over. So that's the only reason I would think maybe Jericho goes over. But if MJF goes over, it's going to be it's gonna be one of those things where the shock value is going to be 
almost as high as when the Undertaker's streak was ended by Brock Lesnar. I, I, that's my opinion. I don't think it's going to be quite at that level, but I think the shock value is going to be like, wow, like Jericho's done. He's not going to wrestle anymore. And that's kind of crazy to think because he's been around for so long. But See, I think he may be talking about what we're going to talk about with Daniel Bryan's debut because the other day when the crowd was chanting yes, 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 he said that's somebody else's gimmick. You're going to have to wait a little bit for that. Well, we're going to talk about that coming up in um, in rumor, rumor mill. Yeah, coming up in a little bit. But Jericho MJF, that's going to be one. That's that's arguably the most intriguing matchup, just because of the fact. Well, no, I'd say CM Punk and Darby Allen is the most intriguing matchup because obviously it's Punk's first wrestling match in seven years. So in Chicago, in Chicago. So Jericho and MJF. Uh, I would say is easily the second most intriguing match of the entire card, in my opinion. Um, the next match is a singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. It's Miro versus Eddie Kingston. This is going to be a an interesting match. Um, they had so? they had a little video package about this last night. I wish we would, could have seen more of these two guys, maybe cutting promos on one another or interactions on, on Dynamite and whatnot, but. This will be a really good match. Um, I see Miro retaining, but I think Eddie's going to obviously put on a great match with him and him and Miro. You know what? Eddie's a great talker. Oh, he's tremendous. But he's straight indie skills in the ring. This guy isn't next level. He's got to where he is because he's savvy. He's street smart. Yeah. He's a great talker. And he probably knew the young bucks. Yeah, and but you know what? I think a guy like Eddie Kingston, obviously he doesn't look the part of a pro wrestler like most guys do. I mean, he doesn't look like Miro. Um, but I think the fact that he is a great talker on the mic, I mean, he's arguably one of the best, not just in AEW, but in professional wrestling. He... He, he he has that connection with the crowd, and he's decent in the ring. I'm, I'll say he's good in the ring. I'm gonna say he's good in the ring because I'm not saying he's he's Kenny Omega or uh, Andrade or Pac or Will Osprey, but he's good enough in the ring that his personality, his mic skills, make him nearly a complete package. Um, so, but what did he do to deserve this title shot? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... Absolutely nothing. Well, I, I think it's a good matchup. It's something they probably said, all right, who's somebody... You know, because obviously Miro's a, a heel. They said, we need a good face that can go up and, and challenge Miro at our biggest pay-per-view. Eddie Kingston wasn't doing anything. They said, all right, Eddie, here you go. So I think it's going to be a great match, I think. How about putting Luchasaurus in that match? Well, he's in the... Yeah, I know. So Luchasaurus, I think it's still... As far as a single title match or title run, I mean, I think he'll get it at some point. I just don't, you know. I'm ready to pull the pin on that. I'm ready for it to happen. I don't think they're ready to pull pull the trigger on that one yet. So, um, all right, next match is a steel cage match. Uh, uh-huh. They don't they, they haven't had many of those for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks, man, this one's going to be yeah. Th- this could be the match of the night. The Young Bucks taking on the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, they've had a lot of bangers in the past. Oh, my God, have they? And I love the Lucha Brothers. I hope they win. But um, I don't know. They could win. I, I See, I, w- I hope not because the Young Bucks and the Holy Lead thing is just so good right now. Yeah, it really is good. But, uh, you know, it, I, I would not be upset 
if the Lucha Brothers win this, and then the Young Bucks obviously get their re- try and get a rematch, which I, they probably would, uh, because they're one of the EVPs and they just have that that control, that swang. Yeah, they got that swang in the company, so they're going to put on a, a banger. I hope the Lucha Brothers win it because they have not been tag team champions yet. I think they're they're ready to be tag team champions. So uh, I'm looking forward to that match. That's probably that could be match of the night. I'm just saying right now. So looking forward to that one. Uh, the next match is a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Chris Statlander. Should be a pretty good match. Uh, I, I, I do not see a scenario of Dr. Britt Baker losing to Chris Statlander. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, much it. Exactly. That's There's no it. way. There's no, no shot that Britt Baker, DMD, is losing that match. Uh, all right, then you got CM Punk versus Darby Allin, which you know I just said the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers could be match of the night, and... This match is going to probably challenge that for match of the night. Obviously, we know how good Darby is. We know how good CM Punk can be, although he's been out of the ring for seven years. But I've heard rumors that you know he's kind of gotten back and did some training. He did the heels show. Mm-hmm. Word I've gotten is that it looks like he hasn't missed a beat in the wrestling ring. And then now he's going to get to go in there and do whatever he wants against Darby Allen. Like these two guys, something about it just feels like they're going to have amazing chemistry in that ring. So I'm really looking forward to that. And man, like, see, okay, so CM Punk, he, he came back. I mean, one of the best moments in wrestling in, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Now that he's he's back, we're starting to see him more and more often. I'm not saying the crowd is is not as excited to see him, but obviously, like the, the shock value of him being there is no longer, it's not not really there anymore. It, it, it's come, it's gone, it's whatever. He will be in Chicago. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong; they're going to be excited to see him in Chicago. What's going to be as soon as that bell rings and the, we're going to get to see CM Punk wrestle? That's when it's going to that, that that excitement's about to be like okay here we go yes we get to see Punk now we get to see him come back we saw him cut a few promos we saw him beat up 2.0 and uh, Daniel Garcia a little bit he, he hit the GTS for the first time last night now we're gonna get to see him really wrestle a match like man it's 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 one of those things all right now we're getting more excited again now it's it's back and so. I'm looking forward to see what CM Punk can do in the ring after a seven-year hiatus. See, I think they should have saved the GTS. Can you imagine the decibels in that arena when he would have pulled out the GTS for the first time for the win? I mean, he he, he could he could do that. He could save it to the very end of the match. I expect Punk to win this match. And um, he could do all these other moves, and then when it comes time for it, he'll hit the GTS. Crew said, God, I hope Lucha Bros go over. Yes, <laughs> I hope they do too, Cruz. I am I love the Lucha Brothers, man. They are they are awesome. They are ready to be tag team champions. And I would like I said, you know, the whole thing with the elite they got going on, they got all the belts and everything, uh, except well, Kenny lost the impact belt to Christian Cage, but even if the Young Bucks lose it, they could have a rematch and win it back. I wouldn't be mad to get an extra match between those two teams because those two teams, you want to talk about chemistry, those two teams got the chemistry. And one of the best intro songs in AEW. Oh, oh you're talking about sure. the Lucha Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. I was hoping you were talking about them and not <laughs> not the Bucks, but, uh, which the Bucks is, is okay, but uh, Lucha Bros theme song. Yeah. It's, 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 everything about them, their theme song, their, the Seto Miedo, the crowd loves that shit. Yeah. Um, 
their look, their, their in-ring ability, they are the complete package when it comes to a tag team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I, I cannot find a flaw with these guys, except the fact that they might not be able to speak complete, perfect English, but that's okay. I don't care yeah. about that because everything else is just phenomenal that they do. It doesn't matter because the crowd's going to say whatever they say in cero, Spanish anyway. Cero miedo. That's all, they, <laughs> that's all they need to say is cero miedo. That's yeah. it. Boom. That's it. All right, but uh, so CM Punk, Darby Allen, I think that's going to be electric. Um, the crowd's going to be so hot for that because, one, it's, obviously it's in Chicago. I think Punk's going to win, get a big crowd reaction. Boom, Punk's back. He's got a big win. And then I'll really be curious to see, all right, where is this going to – where are they going to take Punk uh, a- after this? Um, we'd love to see him play uh, – not play, <laughs> fight Sting because, uh, you know, Sting literally said in the ring last night because they uh, helped – it was him, Darby, and Punk that – Helped get rid of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And uh, Sting cut a little promo and said, First off, uh, I've always wanted to share a ring with you. Uh, mucho respect. So wouldn't be surprised to see them share a ring together, go one on one. be a great match. At some point soon. Maybe the next pay per view. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So the main event Kenny Omega taking on Christian Cage for the AEW World Championship. Christian Cage got the victory over him uh, a few weeks ago on Rampage to win the Impact World title. But I don't see him going over Kenny. You know, Sunday. I mean, I think it's gonna be a really good match, um, but no shot. Kenny loses that that belt. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. I mean, yeah. uh, Kenny's gonna continue to go. Like I, I said earlier, I would not be surprised if Kenny keeps holding on to this belt, and the next guy that takes it off of him is CM Punk. Yeah, maybe early next year or mid, maybe next year, double or nothing or something like that. So. That's my thoughts on it. You got any thoughts on it? No, no, same here. I did hear, this is interesting. I don't know if we talked about this, but um, I'd seen somewhere that Kenny Omega offered to drop the AAA belt to Andrade because Ric Flair was at that event, and AAA put the kibosh on it. Yeah, I did hear that too, but yeah, it's, it's whatever. I, I'm, I don't watch AAA all that much, so. Would AAA. They, would they do? I could care less. <laughs> so. But yeah, so that's the the AW All Out card, yes. little rundown. Man, it's going to be a great show. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I will try to tune in on Sunday night. I got some other plans, but I'm a, if I don't tune in Sunday night, I'm off Monday. Monday morning, I'm waking up, fixing some coffee, watching All Out. So mm-hmm. whether it's Sunday night or Monday morning, I'm watching it. And we're What's gonna it going to be on Fight TV? Yeah, internationally, but uh, here in the states, Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. So if you're outside of the U.S. Uh, the, that win to take it off Kenny is Hangman. Yeah, it's true. Hangman takes the belt off Kenny, thus completing his story and rise. Yeah, that is true. Which I, and we thought it was going to be because I think that was I thought that was the original plan at least for Sunday was to have Hangman and Kenny go one on one, and then they you know, use your word you said a while ago they put the kibosh on that. Mm-hmm. So and now they got Christian Cage on there, but that, that's okay because Christian Cage is a guy that. Um, does not need to win the AEW World Championship, and he's a guy that can go in. He's a veteran, big name, Hall of Fame caliber superstar that can go in here and have a great match with a guy like Kenny Omega, put Kenny over, and Kenny will go on and you know, eventually, like I said, Hangman. Um, and maybe CM Punk takes it off a of Hangman. That would be a great match, too, yeah. CM Punk and Hangman Page. Give, give me, yeah, Take all of my money on that one. <laughs> But yeah, that's AEW All Out this Sunday night uh, on uh, Bleacher Report here in the in the states, and then internationally be on Fight TV. All right, next thing we're going to talk about here, if I can pull up the damn 
rundown. All right, it's cheap heat now. Yeah. So Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair had a match on Monday Night Raw, and it appeared that, like, I really don't know what happened here, but, man, it was a very... There was some unusual parts of that match where it looks like they were just, like, legitimately trying to just, like, scrap with each other. And some people were saying there was, like, a, a back suplex or something. I don't know. The drop, uh, drop back suplex. I forgot what the name of the thing was, but... Nia did like some kind of suplex. Let's see if I can find it here, maybe. But she did some kind of suplex where she dropped Charlotte like very awkwardly. Like it was, it, it looked like it hurt. Yeah, straight on the dome. I don't know if it was straight on the dome, but it, it wasn't. Like I said, I don't think that's exactly how she was supposed to fall. It didn't look like it was a like a a lethal a back suplex that's what it's called like but, she should know how to deliver a suplex by now that was on purpose well so, you know and i haven't paid as close of attention to the matches these two women have had in the past but people on reddit were saying how you know these two women like apparently have like anti-chemistry like their matches have never been really that great and i, I what i'm thinking happened is i i, I guess naya did that charlotte was like well screw you and like kind of they kind of started like like, because I think Charlotte like slapped her, and I'm, it, it just it it looked very unusual. And I think they got into a little shoot fight there for a little yeah. bit in the ring. But they, I read a thing somewhere online that when they went backstage, like that was the end of it. You know, they they didn't really like come after each other or anything like that. But I don't know if there's like if they just were like you know screw her, I'm not even gonna talk to her or whatever the case may be. But there wasn't like any altercation or anything like that. So. I wonder if this is just something that happened in the heat of the moment. It blew over. I don't know. I think so because PW Insider is saying the same thing that you were. They're saying exactly what it looked like is what it was. Communication breakdown led to real punches and slaps being thrown. Flair and Jax got back on the same page to finish the match, and there was no trouble backstage afterwards. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I guess all is well, which is uh, I hope is the case because, obviously, those are two big names for – WWE, and hopefully if they wrestle again, they can kind of get their chemistry down and have a good match. But you know what? Nia Jax is just so reckless in general. I mean, just because your family is great at wrestling doesn't mean you're great at wrestling. And I think her family lineage is what's keeping her on a contract. But they need to fire her ass, man. I mean, so many girls have just been decimated by her, and she keeps wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Nia Jax. I will say that uh, I've, she's never done anything that I was like, eh, I don't like her. Like she posts some good thirst traps every now and again, so I do like that. <laughs> but um, when she hit the side of the mat, oh my hole! Yeah, that was that was kind of <laughs> funny. So um, you know, I think Nia draws in some viewership a little bit, especially with, with, with girls. Um, no, she's not putting the asses on the seats. Maybe not a lot, but I, th- I think she's pulling some, and and you know she's been around. She's an established name, obviously in WWE. She's been around for a handful of years now, and, and whatnot. And she's just obviously I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and call her names, but she's a she's a, obviously a, a bigger woman, and she's put, she puts off that. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like the, the a good term to use badass here. attitude. Yeah, th- that that's in the ballpark. A badass, like a powerhouse, I guess. Shoot fighter. No, I wouldn't say I wasn't going to go that direction, but she's like a strong, very powerful woman. She's almost like 
kind of like the the big show, like of of the women. She's not, and I wouldn't even use the term attraction either, but she's just a, a big physical. She has a big physical presence in the ring, so that that's kind of where the, the the direction I was going in with that. She's also the Rock's cousin, so yeah, that too. But that's you know <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that direction either. So, uh, but yeah, it seems like all is fine. It, it didn't look good in the ring, but no. I guess all is it was fine with them. So, all right, let's go to rumor mill now. Let's see here. We got a few things in rumor mill. All right, yeah, boy. First thing is what is CM Punk's feature in MMA? Uh, even bef- before, and I ended up seeing it as I was scrolling down Reddit, but I could have already told you what his future in MMA was even before he uh, came back to wrestling, but go ahead. Yeah, MMAfighting.com is reporting CM Punk is officially retired from MMA. (laughs) I think he's been retired from MMA. Yeah, he should have been retired after that Mickey Gall fight. He notified UFC of his decision was removed from their anti-doping program testing pool earlier this year. Why is it? Dude, as terrible as he looked in the UFC for, what do you have, two fights? Yeah. Why is he still even being considered to come back and fight, possibly? Because cause he's a big name. He He's going to, you know, if you're yeah, Dana White, if you're Dana White, you you know, obviously, a guy like CM Punk, despite the fact that he's been 0-2, if you put him on another card, you know you're going to draw in a handful more people, but... And the way CM Punk went into MMA, you know, he should have gone the amateur route first and then moved up, but instead he decided to go straight into the UFC with zero experience. And uh, and then he got his ass kicked once, and I'll give him credit. He went back, he said, okay, let's see if, you know, we went in there, we did everything wrong, let's see if we can fix it and try it one more time. He tried it one more time, it did not work, and now he's back where he belongs, in my opinion, professional wrestling in AEW. So he went, you know what? Because his time in WWE made him fall out of love with professional wrestling, so I think for a while he mentally he's like, I don't, I don't even want to deal with it. So what's the next best thing I can go do? Let me go try MMA. And I'm sure Dana said, well, he's a pretty big name. Let's see, we'll throw him a little bit of cash. And he went straight into the, you know, main cards of UFC. And with zero experience, you're gonna go up against these guys who've probably been training a hell of a lot longer than you, like Mickey Gall, and I don't remember the second guy he fought, but and get you got his ass kicked, and then. You know, two strike, and usually three strikes you're out. But in this case, two strikes. He's like, you know what? I'm just not even going to try it again. And, yeah, getting punch hurts. And then uh, up until the point where he returned to professional wrestling, you know, Dana White probably said, "Hey, if he wants to fight again, I'll let him fight. I might not let him fight in a uh, in a main card. Maybe I'll give him a preliminary card spot. But you know, the, he'll draw some eyeballs. So business wise, it wouldn't have been the worst decision for Dana White to." Uh, have him come back and fight in a preliminary fight somewhere. And look, I can't hate a man for stacking the Skrilla, but he should have known what time it was <laughs> and uh, not gone to the UFC. I mean, that's the most premier fighting club in the world. What he should have done, you know, he's all into parkour. He should have been like a professional uh, obstacle racer. Yeah, that maybe. would have been cool. I would love to see that. Yeah, that would have been cool, but... Eh. Not the same money. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm, per- that I'm perfectly content with where he's at right now. Yeah. All right, the uh, the next uh, thing in rumor mill, Brian Danielson's AEW debut. Yeah, big news coming from the Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez. Due to concerns about how COVID could impact their debut in New York, September 22nd, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net and Brian Alvarez say W... I almost pulled a JR there. AEW has decided to move up Brian Danielson's first appearance to All Out. 
which is this Sunday, folks. Uh, yes. So he shows up at All Out. If you had to guess right now, what in what manner does he show up? After Kenny's match. I think he comes out and confronts Kenny? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Challenges him for the title. That'd be a, that, that's a match a lot of people would want to see uh, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Are you yeah. kidding me? I don't know if they've ever wrestled before. I'm getting all tingly just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know because I would say if they had like a 21-man battle, casino battle royale, and he'd come out as the Joker, but they don't have a, a men's version of that uh, at All Out coming up. So I don't know. Um, obviously, when Christian showed up, th- there was hype around it because they were talking about, hey, we got a new signee that's going to show up, but they haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They haven't teased. I mean, they've teased us, but they haven't teased us at All Out. So I don't know. That would be cool to see him show up to confront Kenny at the end. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's gonna show up. Shoot, I don't know. It's the only place that makes sense. I'm trying to think of another place that might make sense. Or after the CM Punk match, maybe so. I, 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 my guess is uh, I don't know. I'm not even gonna guess. I'm just gonna wait and enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, hoping he shows up. All right, the, the next one, new trademark filed by WWE. Yeah, WWE recently filed a trademark for Queen's Crown Tournament, which is believed to be the Queen of the Ring Tournament, rumored yeah. to be concluding at the Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia next month. I, I love the idea to have a women's uh, King of the Ring. You know, they obviously, they've introduced the women into Hell in a the Cell. They've had a woman, I think they had a TLC match, a women's TLC match. They've now They now have the women's Royal Rumble match. And, uh, hey, you know, what else? They had their all-women's pay-per-view, which, in my opinion, they should still be doing every year. But um, I think the only reason they did that is because they had Ronda Rousey. But whatever. Um, So I think by having a, you know, it's one of those things like, all right, what else can we do with the women that we have not done yet? A woman's queen of the the ring tournament. Yeah. Because, obviously, the king of the ring tournament – has been so iconic in, in building superstars when the King of the Ring tournament was a thing, and now a Queen of the Ring tournament. And then yeah. you can like take somebody, because like they did with King Corbin, he won the King of the Ring and he turned it into a whole gimmick. And now you can do the same thing with a woman, turn them into a queen and turn them into a gimmick. You know? It's perfect for Carmella. It's perfect for a woman like Carmella. Uh, some other ones I'm thinking of are like Mandy Rose. Mm. Um, well, she's in NXT now, but uh, uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else off the top of my head that you can give this to. Uh, I would love to see Liv Morgan. That would be my – because Liv, like, she needs that push. So <laughs> That push and the tush. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, final thing on – Rumor Mill, um, the latest on the Lashley and Goldberg feud. Saving the best for last, baby. Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's see. Russell Votes is reporting that Bobby Lashley and Goldberg are playing for a match at Crown Jewel next month as well. Uh, I guess I'll well, have to Saudi miss that Pr- one. That Saudi Prince loves him some uh, Goldberg, huh? Well, if he's he's dishing out the money, you know, Vince can go, whatever you want, whatever you want, you know, and I don't know why he wants uh, Oldberg, but whatever. So with this match, what does that mean? He's got like two matches left on his contract or something like that. Yeah, it's too too many. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of gold. Well, 
I don't. I'm sick of Goldberg fighting for championships. If yeah. he, he wants to come back and squash Dolph Ziggler again for not for no championship, that's fine. But he needs to be out of title pictures. It should have been. Well, now we're gonna have Brock and Roman at some point, but it should have been Brock and Lashley. But I guess that's why they decided to bring Goldberg in because they were like, "Hey, we're gonna bring Brock back, and he's gonna go up against Roman again." But uh, this time it's a little different because uh, the heel and face are roles are reversed. Uh, Brock's gonna be the face, Roman's the heel, and now you got Paul Heyman on, so that adds a little little wrinkle into that feud. But yeah. Um, as far as uh, Goldberg and Lashley, um, th- that can't end soon, soon enough as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, g- another good show. Looking forward to uh, All Out on Sunday. Man, I- I- I'm jacked up about it. I-, I can't wait. I know a lot of folks out there are jacked up about it as well. It's going to be a great show. Should have some great surprises. Uh, Brian Danielson, uh, it-, it appears he's going to show up there. Uh, all signs are pointing towards that. Uh, what will be interesting to see is in what form of fashion he shows up. At all out, yeah, just like the IWC is saying, AEW is the WWE that WWE never gave us. Well, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's obviously in the last few years we wanted WWE to really excel, and now AEW is 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 the hottest wrestling company on the planet right now, as far as I'm concerned. How long is the contract with Fox for WWE? Yeah, that's a good question. I have no idea. Probably like ten years or something. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I, I really don't know. I'd have to look into it, which I don't have time to do right now. Because it seems like they're upset every week with something that WWE does. Can you imagine as soon as so, that contract? I think over, a lot of people are upset with things that WWE does every week. AEW moves over there. I don't know if they're there quite yet. I think they like where they're at right now with TNT. And then I think they're going to be moving to TBS or Rampage is going to be moving to TBS at the beginning of next year or something like that. So the Turner group, they're... They're liking that right now, but yeah. eventually at the rate they're you know they're getting more popular, more popular, more popular. They might get to a point where hey, they could be like on a, a what they call a network, yeah. I guess, or whatever. So, all right, follow us on your favorite social media platforms. Of course, that would be Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Just search Amp Wrestling Podcast, and make sure if you need some CBD, if you got some aches and pains, or you need help sleeping, or you need some stress relief, or you just want to get that Delta 8 THC that is legal, boys. Get you a little buzzy buzz buzz. They got it. Tinyurl.com forward slash CBD F-O-R-Y-O-U. Crew said, show up like Mox and drop his ass on a stack of chips. I guess he's talking about maybe Daniel Bryan showing up confronting Kenny Omega. Ah. And then he also said, my petition now for Goldberg versus Big E. <laughs> Give me Big E versus Lashley. I'd yes. love that. That's what I would really want to see. Yes. All right, man. That's it. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. Get us out of here, son. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with David Boston and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. This has been a Lake Area Media LLC production.